what's up everyone and welcome to another episode of in these current times i am your friendly neighborhood host the juggernaut and let's jump right in shall we all right um at, by the end of march march 24th we have the halo tv series coming and this is going to be the first in many um video game live action adaptations that are going to come to the tv screens um we also have the last of us coming we also have an Assassin's Creed TV series announced, and then just recently, we had the Fallout TV series announced. Now, this has, this is one that I, I kind of spoke on briefly that shocked me, but you know, upon hearing more about it, I'm, I'm a little bit more, little bit more intrigued. And that's the God of War TV series coming to Amazon. Now, Amazon has actually done a fantastic job so far with the original content. Hell, I can argue that they have a better win to like, like you know, good to bad ratio when it comes to original content and netflix even netflix probably has you know obviously much more um, when it comes to quantity now right off the bat what shocked me about this news the fact that i i know i have been clamoring for video game adaptations to go more the tv route because i feel like there's enough time to flesh out characters and delve into the world and lore of the games or you know of the game's universe and things like that um, we saw that they even animated form in either Arcane or even Castlevania, which was a very, very good show. Yeah, so the God of War kind of took took me off a bit because out of every video game adaptation, I always felt like God of War, at least based on the first three games, is sometimes more deserving of a, of a movie adaptation. You know, the game is, is an epic, cinematic, you know, visual fest of of gods battling one another, of Kratos going against taking revenge. I mean, God of War 3 starts literally with a, with a boss battle against Poseidon, you know? But on hindsight, I've thought about it a bit more, and I realized that if they're going to go with the route of God of War 4, or let's just say the God of War on the PS4, that takes place in Norse mythology where Kratos has a son, that one is a bit more nuanced. Kratos is less angry, you know, he's now a father, so he's, he's, he's more like mature and responsible. And there's actually more of proper storytelling there don't get me wrong look the stories of the god of one to three are actually really awesome but the rage and the kind of skill of those of those games uh, you know the stories are i, I would say i think what about two zone had the most like um convoluted story one and three have relatively relatively simple stories so depending on which iteration i want to go for i don't even want to start from the greek mythology from his original source i don't know if you're going to do the nostalgia or the, who knows if i even do an entirely new mythology maybe egyptian and just hacking to his origin story but i'm actually quite intrigued by this now you know i mean if this was announced 10 years ago i've been worried but tv has come a long freaking way man i mean look at the the things like foundation the, the, the visual effects of foundation look at something like um even wheel of time i might have not loved the show wheel of time but the visuals are incredible they, they don't take animation I, I mean tv has come a long way when it comes to like representing vfx and cgi and things like that so um you know as much as i would love to love to have seen a big screen like magic kratos fighting a titan in all this glory on the big screen especially with all those um quick time events you experience in games but what actually got me more interested at the fact that the tv series the fact that the creators of the expanse tv show are I think I don't know if it is confirmed, but they're in the running to run this show. Now that intrigues me significantly because these guys were masterful storytellers with the work they did on the Expanse. The Expanse is still my number one sci-fi show of all time. It's really good. 
um, started really well, ended really well in my opinion as well. And I'm really, really excited to see what I want to do with the God of War. Like, look, with Uncharted, you know, I've kind of, you know, reserved myself to separate the source material to the adaptation and just enjoy it for what it is. And I think that's what helped me with Uncharted. I was able to at least enjoy the movie, the movie for what it was. Because like I said, Uncharted was, the Uncharted movie was not a good ad um, adaptation of the Uncharted video game. But it was a decent film. When it comes to an actual adventure film, it was decent. You know, it was possible. But it wasn't a great adaptation. And that's, I mean, you know, the movie's job is to, you know, sell tickets and get Ghana box office. And if you're going to piss off you know, hardcore fans, which will always make up a minority anyway, you know, at least make a good movie, right? Anyway, that's besides the point. But God of War, I would have seen, like I said, I would have preferred this on a, on a large screen, on a movie, because um, it just lends itself. But that's mostly what I'm thinking with Rationing of 1 to 3. But like I said, they are going to deal with the God of War 4 where Kratos has a son and everything. That was storytelling, that was actually more of a slower burn. You know, even though the game also kind of starts with a kind of, not starts per se, but it has an early boss fight. But you know, it's more of an adventure with your son and going around and doing stuff like that. So I could see there being something intriguing along that path and you know it, it could work you know it, it could create this kind of um something similar to like um the road you know something like that where it's just a man and his child trying to go against the elements and things like that now we come to the bigger question who should play kratos i mean obviously this is going to be a controversial one now of course um it was going to be a movie i had a lot of movie stars in my head but the fact there's going to be a TV series, you know, I would prefer they went for like an unknown, you know, someone that we don't expect. And actually, I have three major picks for a TV series. Now, if it was going to be a movie, my picks were first Dave Bautista. I think he would make a good Kratos, man. Now, the time of Dave Bautista, he has come far as an actor, actually. And even though he's not the most nuanced actor or the greatest thespian, um, I liked his performance in Blade Runner 2049. And even Dune, even though he wasn't the strongest performance of Dune, but I still enjoyed it. But I think he has that because Kratos is mostly a taxi-turn individual that just has fits of rage. And I feel like Batista can embody that, you know. Uh, a lot of people have mentioned The Rock, but my problem with The Rock is, ah, man, he's too... What's the word I'm going to use? He's so recognizable, which sounds stupid, I know, but man, look, I can't think of... And I've always said The Rock is actually a good actor. He's really good. If you watch some of his old stuff like Great Iron Gang or Snitch or, or Faster or even the Ballers TV show, he's really good. But the problem is his more recent movies, he's sticking to that shtick, kind of like Ryan Reynolds, which I also enjoy massively. And Harold, even the Hercules movie, I could not not see The Rock. You know, I just kept on seeing The Rock as Hercules. So I feel that's probably the reason. Um, one of my favorite picks is Jared Butler. Now, this is intriguing because if this was probably 10 years ago, I would have probably been on board. But then again, that's if this God of War was going to be a movie anyway. I mean, because of his turn as um, Leonidas in 300, I think he can embody that. But I don't, I'm not sure about in more recent years anyway. Then the last one pick for, for, for a movie adaptation was Jason Momoa. And to be honest, I see that totally, man. I, I'm just getting Khal Drogo vibes. I can totally see Jason Momoa playing Kratos. I mean, who knows man? i mean he, he he's on c i don't know which i don't watch though but he's on c so who knows now when it comes to the tv series adaptation though i have three people in mind as what i think could actually take on this role uh the first show is actually intriguing it's rory mcmahon he 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 played the hound that's i think clegane was it gregor clegane that was his name yeah 
um on that's the hound one guy with the half bones face uh on game of thrones and i think he has that thing to play like a gentle giant sure he's taller and bigger uh but i don't really think that matters to be honest i mean hugh jackman is is way too tall for the comic accurate wolverine but that didn't matter in in any of things so i think he could actually play uh really good um kratos i think he has that kind of gruffy attitude and gentle giant persona that could probably um translate well second person i actually have in mind is this um, i just finished watching richard i binged richard like straight up i really uh, like that show it was very simple actually simple story straightforward story you know not that complex pretty pretty predictable but it was a fun watch and and i reached saying oh man dude i just love i mean the first five minutes of the show where he literally says nothing was just incredible to watch and he just reacts to things around him i could definitely see him playing kratos to be honest yeah i know somebody gonna complain kratos is i think what he's is greek right so he's not white per se or whatever blah 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 yeah you know look as long as the race is integral to the character in my opinion anyway i don't think it matters i didn't know the kratos is covered in ash and you know and blood of his of his kids of, of his family so i don't know if what the big deal might be anyway yeah so i think those are my top picks i think i had a third person oh that's keep my mind now yeah well yeah i could definitely see either of these two guys of course you could be so i'm not relatively unknown that we don't know of some people have mentioned my culture that's the guy that played luke cage and yes i could see that but i just don't know if the guy has that range to be angry i mean whenever i see him in his movies he's always just calm cool and collected yes he can be obviously strong i mean he can embody that strength but i don't know if he can play that he can embody physicality but i don't know if he can embody the rage but you know only time will tell so why your picks actually to play Kratos in this upcoming God of War live-action TV series? And the should also add that Rave Jodkins, the showrunner of Wheel of Time, is also seemingly attached. And um, that doesn't tamper my expectations. I mean, it does tamper it a little bit because I do enjoy Wheel of Time, but I didn't love it as much as I, I wanted to. I thought it should have been better. Uh, but anyway, I'm still excited for this just because of the attachment of the, of the Expanse guys. All right, moving on. Um, now slow moving, slow moving news day. Lana Kondo and Will Forte have been cast alongside John Cena in an upcoming um movie, Coyote vs. Acne. I know it sounds very strange, but the film follows Wiley, Wiley, Wiley E. Coyote as he dedicates his life and decides to sue the Acme Corporation after Acme products keep failing him while, while trying to capture the Roadrunner. Now, I know this sounds ridiculous. Uh, first of all, I don't know if this is going to be live action or animated. I think. It's better for it to be animated. They shouldn't or they shouldn't try to mix and match with Tom and Jerry. For those of you who don't know, I mean Wiley Coyote, you should know he's that famous cartoon where he's uh he's trying to capture the roadrunner, the beep beep blue bird that's always running, and he's using all these uh, contraptions and devices and gadgets and gizmos from Acme Industries to try and capture the roadrunner, but it always fails. Now, this intrigues me because I, I like the spin on it. I always like when they take an established lore and, and turn it on his head. You know, kind of like what I do with the villain stories now with DC, with Joker, telling a story from his perspective, you know, with Venom and things like that. I always like when they turn conventional stories in their head. And I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what they do with this. What I don't know of, though, is if it's going to be live action or animated. Because, I mean, he doesn't talk in the, sh in the show. I mean, there's literally no need for dialogue. Everything is visual and physical. We can see it. Um, so I don't know if it's going to work in that format. 
but it's gonna be live action. I'm, I'm really, really worried because I feel like it might be under Tom and Jerry situation. I, I, I couldn't even watch that movie out, so I, I just could. I was like, look, I love Tom and Jerry growing up. I was thinking maybe I should give it a try. I should do, you know, knock his boots or whatever, but I just couldn't pass the five minutes, first five minutes. So, yeah, um, so yeah, this, this is intriguing. Uh, it is, you know, man, it's really weird, man. I can I think it's gonna be a mix of live action and this because why would they cast John Cena? You know, Lana Ch- uh, Kondo and Bill Forty. What, what was I gonna play? I'm gonna voice the creature. I mean, why just get you know we could get any voice any talented voice actor to do that? But let's see though. I really, man, I'm not like I'm, I'm thinking more about it. I'm, I'm actually getting more skeptical about this. I like the premise as its own um, thing, but I can already visualize it that they're in a courtroom. Wally Coyote is sitting down there animated, and then you have, I don't know, 40 or John Cena being his lawyer. I don't I don't know. Or maybe John Cena is the contractor from Acme, Acme's friend to defend them. Or maybe Lana Ch- Condor is the one that's actually defending Wiley. It just seems like a very weird thing in my head. But anyway, let's see how that goes. All right, last for today, you know, I just want to keep things relatively simple. We got a new spot, baby, for the Moon Knight. Ah, man, I am so excited for this show. Uh, we got some, some sick-ass posters. Jesus, we have this poster of, um, of course, I can't show you because it's a podcast. You, go, you can go online on Twitter and find it. Um, three, we have three major posters. One is of him, um, um, Oscar Isaac as his, I guess, human persona of Steve Grant, kind of wearing a white hoodie and covering his head. And then we have the Moon Knight, you know, persona in all his glory, holding one of his moon, I don't know, boomerangs. And then we have Mr. Knight, who's just looking the sickest and dopest as hell, man, with the with the kind of face white, all white face mask, and he's wearing this, um, you know, three piece underneath. And then he's kind of rolling up his sleeve like he's about to, you know, break some fools or he's doing the sheesh meme or something. But man, it looks so good. Now, I'm so far, I'm liking the marketing for this show because I'm trying to sell it as something MCU about a different flavor and taste, which is what I loved about WandaVision. You know, I feel like the other shows did not try as much to, you know, be daring. Or even though WandaVision kind of crumbled a little bit at the end, I still enjoyed the whole thing that was vastly different from other things. But yeah, um, I'm really excited for this show. Oscar Isaac is a f- fantastic, amazing director and actor, man. The guy is so good. He, he nails it and seeing, you know, he's going to be playing different characters with different personalities because the character of Moon Knight, he has DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, where he, he, he switches between, you know, personalities and I don't, I don't think he remembers what the other one does and things like that. So, you know, it's nice to see him switching between accents and switching between personalities because the guy has the range. And then I just want, I'm just curious to see how the moonlight i mean we got a little bit of like the, the kind of brutality he's gonna have but i'm curious to see what else he's gonna do because this show i feel like i really hope marvel steps up on this and takes more risk you know look we love the marvel shtick don't get me wrong look i'm not, i should love the mcu stuff typical classic mix of superheroism plus you know balancing humor and drama and everything with action fine but with the, with the tv series i feel like they should reserve us for the movies. With the TV series, man, be as daring as possible, man. The MCU is such an established um, entity. It's so fully stable and secure. You are, you are, you can, you are allowed to take risks, you know, and even make mistakes that you can correct down the line. So anyway, that's my thoughts on it and what I have to, for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in, as always. And remember, um, it's Friday. I don't, I don't really do recordings on weekends because I get really busy. I work a night shift. 
But till next time, guys, um, let me know what you guys think. Who do you think should play Kratos? What are your thoughts on the Wiley Coyote movie? And what are your what do you think about the Moon Knight upcoming Moon Knight um series? Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. And as always, guys, stay safe and stay tuned.